But the lack of representation that we see portrayed really means that STEM and STEAM jobs often don't get added to the girls' list of career aspirations. So what can we do to spark an early love of STEAM learning in our daughters and in the young girls in our community? First and foremost, we need to teach girls and boys about famous female STEMists. Storytelling matters. Tales of prominent female figures in these careers simply aren't taught as often or shared as widely as their male counterparts. And here are just a few to talk about with kids. Ada Lovelace was a talented mathematician born in 1815, and she's considered by many to be the world's first computer programmer. She's a girl. The story of Katherine Johnson was recently featured in the Oscar-nominated film Hidden Figures. She was an incredibly gifted mathematician. Catherine was hired by NASA to perform calculations, and her skills were so strong that once computers were introduced, she was actually asked to double-check the work of the machines. Welcome back to another episode of This Green Planet. I'm your host, Penny Bowder, a seven-figure business leader, environmental scientist, serial entrepreneur, author, and business coach. Here, I am sharing support and guidance to women who are starting and running a sustainable or STEM-related business. This podcast is bound to inspire you to launch your business or scale for growth. Let's dive into today's episode. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to This Green Planet. I'm so excited for this week's episode, particularly because, as many of you know, I have a teenage daughter. She's 13. She's in sixth grade. And I'm going to be talking today about something I think is super important, and that is keeping girls interested in STEAM and STEM in middle school and beyond. I recently learned something that I thought was very discouraging and concerning, that middle school is a key inflection point for STEAM engagement in girls. Think about your own days in middle school. If you're like me, it's likely that all of your memories were not very positive. It's a really awkward time. You're trying to fit in so much peer pressure. This high pressure social environment can lead to so many challenges, and it does. Studies have shown that from an educational point of view, what students are interested in in middle school can shape their future educational performance, college and major selection, and long-term career direction. According to one study, one significant factor in facilitating students' career intentions and persistence in STEM and STEAM, which is science, technology, engineering, arts, and math fields, is targeting their interest and motivation before eighth grade. And here's where it's key for females and for young girls. For female students in particular, especially, this is key. And so for our young girls and our daughters, taking deliberate steps to foster deeper engagement can really pay off in the long term. So I wanted to talk to you about this subject today because, you know, if our daughters aren't interested in STEM and STEAM subjects by middle school, it's likely that they're not going to pick it up later in life, later in high school or college. So how many of you have heard your daughter or a young girl you know say this? That's just for boys. I hear this all the time from my daughter and from her friends. And it's likely that you've heard a young girl make this comment at one time or another. While the context might be innocent, it's just really alarming how many things are deemed to be just for boys when in reality, this couldn't be farther from the truth. We need to get our girls and keep our girls interested in STEM and STEAM fields. I think women just have so much to offer these particular fields because of unique skill sets that women have that men might not have. 
science and technology related fields of study and employment are often treated in sort of this gender separating way, even though women have historically been at the forefront of really amazing, groundbreaking scientific and technological advancements. Given this, I think it's just understandable that young girls would internalize this sort of boys-only mindset when approaching science, technology, engineering, and math fields. I do want to mention, though, that while there is still a considerable amount of progress to be made, there really are signs that more girls are being exposed to the STEM fields earlier on in their K-12 through education. Recently, 2020, there was a 39% increase in the number of female students who took the AP computer science exam. However, only 18% of those students graduate with a computer science degree. So why is this? First of all, there is this lack of early exposure. We're not exposing our daughters to these fields. Studies show that students are 10 times more likely to major in a STEM field if they're introduced to it early on. For example, maybe a summer engineering class, a computer science class, or a STEM camp. There's so many of these opportunities available to our youth now. There are misconceptions about STEM and STEAM fields as a career, especially when young girls are choosing careers. I have a theory. I think it's because the media really portrays STEAM fields, STEM fields, jobs as this kind of idea of this independent and nerdy discipline, where in reality, STEM fields are actually very collaborative and they're very creative. And so I think that there's a little bit of education that needs to be done. And maybe it's just within our family groups or community groups, but just some education that there's actually a lot of fun. There are a lot of team building. It's a very collaborative field in general. Also, why we don't see more young girls interested in STEM and STEAM is that they're afraid to make mistakes. A lot of times, science, computer programming, engineering, these things rarely run perfectly the first time you try something. Now, my daughter is a perfectionist, and a lot of kids just are afraid to make mistakes. And so there's some work to be done, I think, with just sort of normalizing mistakes and seeing mistakes more as a growth opportunity and less as something that we need to be ashamed of. Taking the shame out of mistakes and sort of celebrating mistakes to young girls as just a normal part of growing up and a normal part of learning and a normal part of the STEM and STEAM fields. Learning how to problem solve, how to think critically, and how to debug code is just something that develops and you develop confidence in it if you're not afraid to make mistakes. And I think that this is something that is a life skill that will really set our daughters up for success if we can really normalize mistakes. There's no such thing as a bad mistake. Mistake is just an opportunity to learn. Finally, there's really a serious lack of female role models. And I want to go further with that. They're not easy to find. They're there. There are just some amazing stories of women in the STEM fields, STEAM fields that have done really cool things, computer scientists and so forth. But the lack of representation that we see portrayed really means that STEM and STEAM jobs often don't get added to the girls' list of career aspirations. So what can we do to spark an early love of STEAM learning in our daughters and in the young girls in our community? First and foremost, we need to teach girls and boys about famous female STEMists. Storytelling matters. Tales of prominent female figures in these careers simply aren't taught as often or shared as widely as their male counterparts. And here are just a few to talk about with kids. 
Ada Lovelace was a talented mathematician born in 1815, and she's considered by many to be the world's first computer programmer. She's a girl. The story of Katherine Johnson was recently featured in the Oscar-nominated film Hidden Figures. She was an incredibly gifted mathematician. Catherine was hired by NASA to perform calculations, and her skills were so strong that once computers were introduced, she was actually asked to double-check the work of the machines. What an amazing story. We should be sharing this. Everybody should know this. While it's important to highlight historical female influencers, I think it's also essential to showcase modern STEMists as well. I mean, there's stories all over the place. I recently have heard of a 12-year-old girl who was featured in the news and invited to speak at conferences for her work as a programmer, a title she earned at just age six years old, and her work has helped children all across the U.S. learn to code. Again, storytelling matters. Along this lines, I'd love for you to check out a recently published book that I just came out with. It's called Lessons from Inspirational Women STEM Leaders, and you can buy this book at Green Planet Press. Is for sale on that website. Let's spread the story. Let's spread the word of female semis, both past and future. Another thing we can do is to encourage opportunities for girls to explore STEAM. Extracurricular activities are really important to help children develop their interests and passion. And the same is true for encouraging a love of STEAM. There are a lot of different STEAM resources out there for girls. And one of my favorites, uh, near and dear to my heart, is my company, Green Kid Crafts. I started this company in 2011 as a way to create, help foster future environmental leaders and also to foster a love of STEAM learning in youth, in girls and in boys. We have recently shipped out our two millionth box to kids all over the world. All the projects in the box are fun, are creative, they're full of different science experiments, engineering experiments, and also art experiences and experiments. STEAM is hands-on. It's fun. The earlier we can get our girls getting sort of down in the trenches with some of these experiments, the better. Finally, let's demonstrate how STEAM fits into what girls already enjoy. Throughout this episode today, I've said STEAM interchangeably with STEM. The A in STEAM stands for arts, and I believe that we should be focusing on STEAM, not STEM, encouraging kids' creative side by showing young girls how science, technology, engineering, and math skills can be incorporated into whatever activities and hobbies they already love, like arts and crafts, music, and more. And so that A in STEAM stands for arts. Consider different STEAM-based toys, again, like green kid crafts, that encourage engaged play and foster critical thinking skills. And in the case of green kid crafts, also encourage a love and respect of the planet as well. And then lastly, I just want to end with this thought. I think that we can also encourage our daughters to participate in STEAM fields and start really thinking about these as a career choice if we provide a safe space for them to learn in school and also at home during breaks. Confidence is the key just to so many areas of life and learning is no different. And because young girls may initially feel unsure about their abilities in STEAM areas because of cultural bias, gender bias, it can be really difficult for them to thrive in co-ed classes. If this is the case with your daughter or the girls that you work with, consider enrolling girls in girls-only classes, girls-only STEAM and STEM classes. Search out and try to find a supportive community environment where girls are encouraged to try new things, make mistakes, and build confidence and creativity together as a group. By creating a welcoming and inclusive environment for girls, we can really help change the gender gap in STEAM fields and really serve our daughters 
serve this generation, serve future generations, ultimately make the world a better place. We're filling a hole in these fields. Women come with a set of unique skill sets that men might not have. We're critical thinkers. We're very relational, excel at problem solving in uh, ways that men might not be. And so we have unique skill sets. And I think adding women's voices and perspective in the STEM fields is only going to serve us at a community level, serve us as a country level, and then further on at a planetary level. So thank you so much for listening. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I encourage you to share it, to rate it, to review it. Every time you do that, it helps make this Green Planet podcast more available to other people. Thank you so much for being here, and I'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of This Green Planet. To get further details about the topics discussed in this episode, please go to thisgreenplanetpodcast.com to review all show notes and links. If you love this episode, we would love it if you subscribed and left us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. This helps more people just like you find our podcast. I look forward to having you join me next episode. Until then, stay safe and let's make this planet greener.